I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. This week on Up to 90, we're back. How's La Julie getting on? Ah, oh, Shukran. How are you, Emma yeah. Bear? You're wearing sleepers. You're wearing hoops, rings in your ears. Do you like them? Yeah. I got them. I got them the other day. I was in the international last week. Yes. And you know, when you wear an outfit, I was after driving up from Kerry, I was like, it's just not jazzy enough. There's oh. not, a, not, not enough going on here. And I was like, do you know what? I'm going to get myself a pair of earrings. And I actually, it's weird now you comment on them because I'm not an earrings person. No. But people are asking me where oh. I got them. So they're, they're quite nice. I got them in all of a bonus. Which is across the international, but I do like them actually. Oh, were they were they fancy earrings? They were kind of. Fa- I mean, I think they could have been nearly twenty euro for the earrings, which for me is like, wow. Although with earrings, you are better off um, sometimes spending a few quid because. Well, I think it's a psychological itchy. thing because I'm well, like, if I get better. the cheap earrings, I'm like, Asher, look, I mean, yeah. it's like disposablefashion.com. But no, so we are, we are, we are trying to jazz it up a little bit. I'm just back from uh, the house on to interview somewhere this evening. Yes. Um, you know, I don't want to offend. I know we've got a big listenership in Blessington, mm. um, but it's just not for us, really. The bells mm. in the church wouldn't stop, which I found very unsettling. <laughs> I honestly felt like I was sure in an Alfred Hitchcock. Joe, I thought you'd love that. And you know the way you see, I'm kind of, you know, I'm kind of paranoid that I was like, can other people hear those bells? So I was so relieved when Fred said he could hear them because I was like, are they just in my head? Oh, like, Jesus. have I gone that far? So then we rocked out to the house and like you knew straight away, like as you're driving away from the lake, away from all civilization, you rock up to this house and you're like, oh, it's unfurnished. Fantastic. Wonderful. That's just what we wanted. You're like, can we all stop wasting each other's time here? Like it's not happening. Come here. What are you drinking? Sparkling water. What and I'll tell you why you brought Sorry, it with me. earrings for 20 quid and yeah. sparkling water. I'll What's tell you what, going on? It's, it was on fried cook this evening. So I was like, we went for some soup. Yeah. In West Wicklow House. Shout out to all my fans there. Went to West Wicklow House um, to discuss our next move, which doesn't involve moving to Blessington. But I was like, while I'm here, I'm going to get a sparkling water. Right. And it's been so long since I treated myself to it's non-toilet sorry, bowl sorry, jug of water. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, I okay. forgot how much was in a sparkling bottle of water. So right. I, I got the cap, mm. put the cap back on, and here we are. And an hour and a half later, I'm still supping away like a little sucky calf. Up to 90. Up to 90, up to 90, with Emma and Julie. Oh. So we're looking at places to live in Blessington and drinking sparkling water. I, this I didn't realise you'd retired. This is the new me. I'm like, basically now my, my life goals would be Dear McGavin. So I'm moving to Wicklow. I'm embracing the wild meadow out the back. And I'm drinking sparkling. And you know, I'm mad about Dirma, by the way, ever since I did the six o'clock show. Did I tell you that? It's not even a story. Okay. 
But we were, I obviously had never met the man before. So mm. probably a similar experience to the time you met your mate Baz in the, in the Super Value Car Park. <laughs> right, except you're on a TV show. And it was and so, he had legitimate reason so to talk to overly familiar. But Fred was there like doing the whole Bobby Brown, like Whitney, oh, yeah. Whitney will have her makeup done now kind of thing. So Fred was there hanging out and then I had a packet of love hearts. Oh, right. Because I'd gone to hipster pub in town and they insisted on giving me love hearts. Apparently, this is a thing now. So you're like, okay. Uh, so was I took the love then? hearts. Was, this, was it like Valentine's or something? No, I think it's just what they do now. I mean, oh, obviously, right. you know, I, I had given them kind of a decent enough t- tip and they were like, take all the love hearts. I was like, grand. So I, I haven't had a love heart for a long time. And I suppose they are a bit 90s. Um, like, it's very much kind of. I don't, I don't know. I don't know how they fit in a modern world. Yeah. So like you've just met someone. Hi, my name's girl. Julie. Lo- I'm mad for, I'm hard for gardening. Oh, you know, went to a gardening shop the other day. Someone asked what my soil, top, soil type was. I was like, you never ask a lady that question. We're having good joke, a joke about the fact mm. my guidance counsellor told me in fifth year that she could see me getting into horticulture. And at the time I was like, I don't know what that is, but clearly this woman knows what I'm doing at the weekend. Yeah. Looked it up and I was like, definitely not for me. And also meant something completely different from what I thought it meant. And then I offered Dermot a love heart. So he took the first one, which was like, kiss me. And then we went through the list and we were like, this is just too much. But you know when it's just like an in-joke, like you're there, like the next one I think was hug me. I think the next one was hold me. Okay. And then hilariously, because it was incremental. So the last one then that I offered him was marry me. So we're all having this joke. But then Dearman tried to bring it in on, into the show. Oh. So you know when you've had the giggle and we've all had a bit of a laugh. And then Dearman mentioned my love arts. But whatever way it was phrased, it just sounded like I came at him with like... Hold me. It sounded like he was calling you a lovely tart. I don't know if he, I don't know if he referenced the love hearts, but I think something like, oh, when Julie was asking me to hold her earlier on, it was just, it was just so funny because I was like, it was definitely, I had to be there moment. But I love Dermot. Ah, He's great. Do you follow him on Insta? No. You need to because Sorry, he puts you're asking up. me do I follow Dervis on Instagram? Can I just you're say drinking sparkling water? You're going to you need bars. you need to follow him on Instagram, and I'll tell you why because he does all these really cool like National Geographic type photos. So he has this cool one there recently. It was probably about a few months ago now, but I loved it. It was like overhead, and it was. Basically, it was kind of a time span thing. Right. So it was filming like the tops of trees as they were moving in the wind. I think it'd calm you down, Emma. I think you should follow him so on Instagram. I just, I'm just sitting here going, when was the last time I talked to you? It's like sitting across from a complete stranger. I know. Person. And before we get into it, I will say in terms of the house hunt, um, you know the way I was saying that people aren't getting back to us on the emails? Yeah. It was so funny. Fred read out this. You know how he starts off his emails to people on Daft? Oh. He's like, he says himself he really struggles with formality because he's, he's such a friendly person. Mm. So he starts off with like, you know, hi, David. <laughs> strange, <laughs> strange weather we're having. Anyway, <laughs> well, myself and my partner, Jeannie, so would no love to be that. It's insane. <laughs> strange weather we're having. Um, Some, you know, strange weather we're having is how he begins. And then he ends with... Okay, get ready to press the panic button. He ends with yours truly. Jesus I know it's pretty, it's pretty extreme, but we had a good giggle about it. But then I think my emails are too clinical. Well, I don't know. I haven't seen yours. I'd imagine yours are quite long. No, no, no. They're not. They're not oh, long really? at all. No, no, no. They're not long. I f- actually think I have made them quite concise, succinct. Okay. It's very similar, I imagine, to like you know, if you're putting a personal ad in the Irish Catholic Journal, like it's very much like boom, boom, boom. Okay, yeah, yeah. Female seeks. Jesus. Boom, boom, boom. Um, boom, 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 boom. Sorry, let's get back to the sparkling water. Absolute muck. But look, but do you know what? It's That's lasting me so muck. long. I started that 90 minutes ago. But Julie, it's just disgusting. Oh no, do you know what? I'm Give mad for it now at the moment. Give me some water any day of the week over that. I just hate it. 
Well, now I wouldn't have a flavoured sparkling water. I'd have a flavoured sparkling water. No, you see, that's that. where we differ. You see, we'll never agree on men and, and we'll never agree on water. We were also. What are you saying about Shane? We will never agree on men. What no. What's that all about? Well, listen, you've made your feelings on Frank clear in previous episodes. Uh, I sat beside you while you had sex. I mean, if that's not more into Fred, I don't know what is. Well, do you know what, Emma? You spent most <laughs> of the time scrolling on your phone. So I think that said it all. Yeah, but I and he was, pull- he was pulling out the stops for you, by the way. <laughs> he doesn't usually wear the tassels. And there you are scrolling away. No, but like once you've seen the tassels, I think you tweeted you've kinda... at one point. <laughs> once you've seen the tassels, you've seen them. No, I'm sorry. Well, I wasn't allowed to get involved. Absolutely not. That was the rule, Emma. That was the rule. I thought things would just kind of be a bit more and fluid. And next time, next time, next time you might, you know, next time we might um, let you come kind of inside the house. I know you're watching from outside the window, but like that's the next step. It's In all very slow. Or something. I do have to laugh because you know, Fred. Anytime you be floating the idea of a sketch with them, it'll always end with, and then maybe you and Emma can kiss. I'm like, Fred, stop it. <laughs> if he finds you somewhere to live in Dublin. We'll do a full fucking video oh, for him. We'll do a live funny. show. We were actually discussing bad grammar this evening. Oh, right. Discussing How bad grammar. How do you grammar. feel about it? Um, well, I was saying I have this issue with people. I don't know how you feel about it. I kind of have this issue with people who, who kind of assume a very superior stance on it. Yeah. You know, who say things to yeah. you like, I could never go out with a guy who couldn't spell your correctly in the right context. And you're like, but you're going out with a man who steals from you on the regular. Like, surely the value system is somewhat skewed. Yeah, I don't don't like that. And I would never uh, correct, no, correct. Sorry, I'm having a stroke. I didn't know what was happening you there. I thought you were going to say I would never critique. I was like, if she's Maybe actually going to come out with doing. that statement. <laughs> yeah, no. I'd do you never know what I mean? Your somebody. body would not let you come out with that statement. I would never my, my critique. Body, my body! <laughs> I wouldn't... Oh, Jesus, it's gone again. Correct. Correct. Sorry, this happens to me sometimes. I have strokes with words. It is I worrying because that. you look so like Julianne Moore as well. <laughs> that I'm like, oh, fuck, am I Alec Baldwin? I um my thing about grammar is I get annoyed because I'm fairly confident about my usage that I get it wrong. So that's why I kind of stay away from Twitter because Twitter's all about the immediate reaction, whatever. And I'll put something up and then I'll read it back ten minutes later. Yeah. And my classic thing is I've forgotten a word. Yeah. Or in that instance I have used it's grammatically incorrect and I'm like, Oh Jesus. And I think What I found is any vaguely successful tweet I have had, which I would classify as maybe over seven likes, not including you or Fred, I'm like, I've gone viral. Invariably, exactly that. There will be a typo. Yeah, so I just... And I'm just like, ugh. It's just... And you know what? It's always... Quote It's... I'm such... uh, It's like (laughs) self-sabotage. I just can't. I, even in school when I'd be writing stuff, it, it'd be just gobbledygook because the teacher would read it and I'd be missing words all over the place. Mm. It was like a puzzle. Uh, I can remember I um, realised my grammar was a little bit less than perfect when my French pen pal, Pierre, oh. yes, he was that stereotype, corrected my grammar. I know. We won't blame France, but no. I think we should. Um, and also, I feel like the 90s was a different time for grammar. Like, when we did you do French? No. You were German. But, I mean, in French, no, none of Spanish. us... No, I thought you did German. No, Ella does German. Okay, yes. She's very good at it. I did Spanish and was not. I, if, I, if I could turn back time in the words of Cher, I would... Stud, I'd never dye my hair and I'd study Spanish. They're my two big life oh, regrets. Well, I tell you, not that I'd never dye my hair. I'd never use fucking sun in. Well, the sun in, yeah. Did and it also. Ever go away? Did it ever? But you know, I put permanent. I, swear I still have it in my fucking yeah. hair. 
from 20 years I, ago. Well, I put permanent black in my hair. Oh, that's And do you know what? That was Tony and Guy in Australia and they put it in my hair and they didn't tell me because I was wondering, it, there were a couple of maybe, you know, signposts that this was a bigger decision than I thought it was. I just thought it was wash in, wash out. And oh, then yeah. people were coming up to me saying, you're so brave and all this and I was like, fuck, because you know you're onto the dryer thing oh, and you're all tinfoil to the nines or, or whatever it is. Yeah. And then, I mean, it wouldn't be tinfoil, would it, if it was a dark colouring? But they had it all pinned up anyway, it was yeah, under the yeah. dryer. And, you know, you're one sweep in the floor. It's like, you're very brave. Like, patting me on the oh, shoulder. Yeah. And I came back and I put on so much weight in Australia and I was just a, such a schnachterball coming off the coming off the plane. And I had these ginger eyebrows and black hair. It was horrendous, Emma. It was so bad. But I can remember in French in school, in terms of, you know, gen- in terms of grammar changing. Like, I mean, I don't think we even bothered with the feminine verbs in school. It was the 90s. We were like, why would we need those? Don't, don't talk to me about verbs and languages. Like, it's sorry. Well, last year... I would always struggle with the gender of stuff in Irish. And I remember a student, you know, when you have that rare, um, that rare case of a teenager who wants to learn. And I remember a really lovely student. I was so fond of them. They did ask me the gender of a word. And I was like, gender doesn't matter anymore. I don't know if you've got the memo. So don't concern yourself with that. It's just just a social construct. Do you know what gender? Detention. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, so I feel with the grammar, that's my stance. Just because somebody recently said to me weekly about how they, you know, would never go out with somebody with bad grammar, and you're like, I just feel people are too. I mean, if you're looking for a relationship, are you really in a position to be like starting with grammar? Yeah, no, I think I think we're all past that point now. We're all we're all overlooking an awful lot. And bad grammar would be the least of our concerns. Actually, speaking of which, I uh, did a lovely gig in Galway the other day. Oh, yeah. And part, um, part of the gig, I digress. And when I ask couples in the audience what they bicker about. Oh, yeah. And a lovely couple in the audience. She was Irish. He was Italian. Mm. You know what her complaint was? Wow. That he, wait for it, he slices onions too finely. So basically, she could never let go of this man. Like, we, we all had a good laugh about it, including her. She was a really lovely girl. Yeah. And we were all like, oh, my God. I mean, if this is your complaint. Slices onions. Too finely. Good Lord. Yeah. But young love, it's quite lovely, isn't it? Onions. Yeah. But we all agreed, like, she could never break up with him. Because honestly, that's like literally the best complaint I've ever heard in my life. Oh my god. It's impressive, isn't it? They must have such quirky loving conversations. But I just thought it was really doughty. Like you could tell she was really pushing herself to think of something. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. They living together? Yes. How long? Oh, they're together for two years. Ah yeah, Grant. Honeymoon. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Sorry. That was a couple that were together ten years and she was like Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. She was like because you haven't checked, you haven't checked the search history at that so they're, stage. They're together. To, well, she's searched it, but it hasn't gotten crazy, crazy yet. Yeah. Um, and he still had enough time that he was on his own to delete it. Yes, that's very I mean? true. Yeah. So I think it's not even together? a time thing. How long are they living together? Oh, I can't remember now. I can't crucial. Recall. Yeah. I think I less think, than a year anyway. I'd say, but I think no. I think they might have been living together for about a year and a half. I think they started living together after six months. Does she spend a lot of time in Italy? No, um, they actually met in Ireland. See, I couldn't have met this You're couple not convinced. because no, I am convinced, but I would have had too many questions. I would, there would, I need more detail. Yeah, I think I think Danny had kind of grilled them in the first half, so I didn't want oh, them yeah. to feel too. Yeah, yeah, of course. You know, kind of, I didn't want them to, to feel too interrogated in the second half. Also, very lovely girl. I won't name her in case she doesn't want to be named. She gave me a card. She listens to the podcast. Oh, yeah. She came to the gig, absolutely gorgeous girl, like just fab. Um, and she made me this lovely card, which I think could possibly be the nicest thing anyone's ever done for me. Wow. 
really lovely and it was just gorgeous it's just been so long since I got a card did you would you have gotten a card now at Valentine's from Shane yeah did you yeah Fred didn't get me a card oh we would always get each other a card and we wouldn't really um, we wouldn't his will always be like funny or he'll make it so it'll always yeah. be something like a little in joke at the time or whatever or something like that and then he'd just get me a few little uh a few little things, but they wouldn't be like present things. If you, yeah. if you know what I mean, like he got me like, uh, do you know the sweets Milky Mints? Yes, I love them. So he would have got me a pl- little pack of them Aww. because they're actually quite hard to find. No, are you they're talking? You're not talking like Milky Moos. Are you talking, I'm talking Milky Moos? Yeah. Oh, Milky Moos. Well, I, I was just giving them their correct name, Milky Mints. Oh, is that the official yeah, title? Yeah, but they are milk. I mean, amongst friends and people in the now, I would say Milky Moos. I just didn't want yeah, to be presumptuous. Yeah, yeah, And you get the Moo red stickers in it. Nice. And it's kind of, it's there's a bit of kind of danger around them now because we all know Emma's eventually going to eat one and crack a tooth. It's been a while since we've Yeah, we're playing that act. game yeah, now. Obviously. Yeah. So, but I do, I do love them. Do you know what I do have to do? Fuck's sake. I have to make brown bread. Why, Emma? So a few weeks ago, a good few weeks ago, I went on Ray Darcy radio show and it was like at this challenge that we were going to like have a bake-off thing and we are going to bake brown bread. So like I cracked a few jokes and went fucking off my way. And now I like kind of suddenly remember this week that I have to go in on Friday with the brown bread. And it's going to be, t- like, taste tested. But just buy the brown bread, Emma. But I got my granny's recipe from my mum. And I was like, oh, my phone's over there. I was like, what's cracked wheat? Oh, God, okay. And she's like, it's not cracked. It's rough or something. No, I think you need to Google this recipe. Thank you, granny, but good luck. Well, you see, he started saying he was going to make his granny's bread. Ray said. Okay, so how long have you been in this relationship? (laughs) It's gotten competitive now because he's like, oh, my granny's bread. Like, sure, he's just going to fucking give someone in in the canteen a fiver to make him bread. Yeah, no, I I think Ray probably would make his own like bread. Like he if doesn't realise for me, he to get the that kind of brown guy. bread is like a week's wages. Do you know what I mean? Well, I mean, slight exage, but definitely <laughs> we want more people subscribing to Patreon if we were going to be baking yes. bread every week. Yeah, cracked wheat. I'm like, I'm sorry, I didn't realise your granny was living in the 17th century. I know. Well, she's no longer alive, Judy. So thanks for. Well, I mean, me. uh, that's a given at this point. As <laughs> if, as if I think you've got a secret granny that you haven't referenced in two years of podcasting. <laughs> what kind of sick bitch uh, would granny, you be, Granny Chris? My mom's mom. She made lovely brown bread, but my favorite bread was the kearney bread. Oh well, I love a bit of kearney bread, or as oh, they liked so uh, uh, because we're amongst friends, or as they like to say in England, spotted dick. Oh, is that what spotted dick yeah, is? Yeah, it's not something you get from bread. not using why, contraception. Why is such an aggressive? I used aggressive to quite name. enjoy cooking curry bread on a Saturday and then oh. getting my parents, etc., to eat it. And I insisted on referencing, I insisted on always calling it and referencing it as spotted dick, just to make them think, who is this Protestant in our Child. midst? Would you? Oh, why don't you bake some now? Not right now, but... You can't be kearney bread with a bit of butter, but I just can't afford to do that, Emma, because I'm just going to eat all the bread. But sure, Fred will help you out. It's self-sabotage! Sure, Fred's in New York this week. Oh, yeah. But I did enjoy getting my card because I think the last time I got a card from everyone, I, I did get a couple of cards at Christmas, but I was thinking back to Christmas, we played this really fun little card game where my mother informed me that my father, this was Christmas Eve, yeah. had given her money to buy herself a card from him oh because God. he knew that I was going to be annoyed if I discovered he hadn't bought her a card. So then my mother told me she couldn't be bothered going to the shop. So she was like, will you buy the card? And then I'm going to tell your father to that I bought the card. To give to your mom, to give to your dad, so your dad could give it to your mom. So that 
dad wouldn't so basically dad would feel that I wasn't going to be nice even though I was the one who would track to the shop to buy the card so there's there was just so much superfuge but sure look at you you're completely functioning completely brand. functioning so it was quite meta but there you go so no it was lovely getting the old card oh, in really Galway nice. really sweet and did like she just such lovely to, people did she leave it for you or did she hand it to she you she came up to me at the end she was just such a gorgeous oh, lovely person yeah. Really lovely person. Because sometimes, I don't know if this happens to you, like, but I can find it like quite awkward giving people presents and stuff. Yeah, so yeah. So if that had been me, I probably would have like just kind of like sheepishly gone up and just like fucking thrown it at you and ran away. Yes, yeah. Do no, she I mean? did it well. It was it did was she? really nicely done. Yeah, oh. yeah, really lovely. Um, so it's just really doughty. Nice. So thank you, Galway. Uh, now, what's happening in the world this week? Oh, well, we have to we have to talk about the Love is Blind finale. Yes, I loved it. Well, and the reunion is on Thursday. Okay, so it's not, it ain't over till it's over. But today I did watch, now actually I got bored so I stopped, but Amber and Barnett were doing uh, a live, well, I don't know if it was live, but it was a video interview like Skype or whatever it was, uh, about the show. Okay. And they said, you know, the various questions about how you think you were portrayed in the show or whatever. And she was like, I feel like they didn't show enough of our pod dates and where we actually had real and meaningful conversations. And she was like, and the whole thing about the her being in debt, mm-hmm. she was obviously really annoyed by that because she's like, you know, it was a, a student loan. She's like, Barnett had a student loan that he was paying off. He had credit cards that he was paying off as well. But it was kind of portrayed like... But sure, everyone in the States is a student loan. Yeah, yeah. But I think because then people were giving her uh, flack on line. Saying like, this one's the best. She's going to rob all your money or whatever. Yeah, but they were just saying that because they were mad for Barnett. Yeah. So I think they were like... um, yeah, and she said she had actually forgotten about the show because it was like a year and a half ago. So they forgot that it was coming out and then they were like, oh yeah. Was it that long ago? Yeah, that's she said. She's, she has blonde hair now. Oh, I love the dark on her. I know, yeah. I But I'd say she could pull off anything though. Yeah, no, it looks nice enough. Um, And they're obviously still together then. Yeah. But they did have a real connection I there. the majority of the couples are together. Well, I... The, I just wanted to say, because when I watched The Love Is Mine, first of all, actually, as an aside, I listened back to last week's episode and I've no idea, but I sound, why? But I sounded quite flippant about Prince Harry saying, please call me Harry. So I just want to qualify that I actually do love Prince Harry and Meghan. But I was like, oh. God, it sounds like I kind of hate Harry there, which is completely not the case. Um, I'm a Harry fan and always have been. But I also felt very bad because Kenny was so gracious, oh, and my such God. an absolute gentleman. And when the man was like, "Oh my God, I love this guy." Now she was scooped, but ah, uh, yeah, from no, yeah, yeah. It was a like bit him. slurry and slightly glazed, but and the way she threw I her head over her shoulder, I love this guy. He was so gracious. Oh my God, he was, wasn't he? Now, what I will say though, as a positive, I thought he came across so well in and that finale. I mean, I imagine like he was getting a lot of DMs well, saying, he's, "Listen, he's now he's moved to wherever he moved because they all lived where? Where were they? All Atlanta. Atlanta. Yeah, he's moved and he's like shacked up with someone else and he's very happy. Of course, yeah, it just wasn't the right fit, yeah. obviously. So. And it shows as well, doesn't it? Because I had skipped through most of them, so I can't really comment. But again, I imagine with the edit, it's funny how like certain narratives are pushed. Yeah, and you see, in fairness, we did didn't actually know that much about Kelly and Kenny. Because they definitely took the back seat yeah, in terms of the storylines. But story obviously lines. they probably just got on really well and there was nothing much to... Like, obviously there was loads that they could show with Jessica and Mark and Barnett and But Amber there wasn't much conflict thing. between them because they just no. seemed like pretty... I suppose, you know, kind of they were very much on the same page about most things. I haven't things. seen anything about Jessica. 
Like about her personally speaking. It I've seems seen all the like, others, but not her. Actually, you know what made me so sad is when she walked herself up the aisle and she would had no one there. Yeah, but she obviously didn't her. ask anyone because she knew she wasn't I going thought, to do it. I thought, yes, I just thought the whole thing felt, I know they were all staged, by the way, but I just thought, especially for hers. there must be hers, a huge incentive to go through and do the whole no on the altar. There has to be. But then I wonder... It would be a tough one because I think ultimately, even if you didn't want to marry someone, you'd obviously have feelings for them at that stage of the game. And I do think it is doubly humiliating to take it that far and then say, I can't actually. That's what I mean. It is. So, but you would know before that. Of co- oh, of course so you would. Saying. There must be a huge incentive, and I'm not saying it's. But uh, but I think it would be whatever, really. I think, regardless of the incentive, I think it'd be really, really hard to do that to someone mm. because obviously it's going to hurt either way. But there is something really like even the way Kenny just had to say, "Oh well, there we go. Thanks for coming, guys. I love y'all." <laughs> Like I, kind of was like the same when a gig gets cancelled because there's not enough watch. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Not... Like Kill Kenny. Do you remember that on our tour? We only had three people. Christ. Oh, they people were the glory have years. No idea. No idea of this log. Absolutely not. But I wonder with but Jessica. It's our choice. It's not like some but a country. But head. with Jessica, I wonder is she. Because she's not really involved in the promo at all. She's not. So is she trying to distance herself I from think it? So. But I thought in that finale, I was like, oh my God, is she actually going to go through with it? Because she was so calm. I thought she was so unbelievably calm during that. I am not in a bad way. And I was like, okay, Emma, how do you mean not in a bad way? But I felt like she had had a few volumes or something. She but, but she probably bit, had she though. seemed a bit sedated yeah she but she like, probably yeah, had no I'm feeling good yeah I'm just like okay because you've been in utter like turmoil the whole thing yeah but then obviously she had probably at that point decided she definitely wasn't going through with it mm. and she just seemed like real cash and waiting outside to walk up by herself and, and yeah I just I felt I know they were all staged, but I just felt her side of the room was so empty that there there was kind of a sadness about it all. Now I know obviously yeah. if she felt it was gonna be her real wedding day, I'm sure she would have invited more yeah, people. Yeah. There was an element of that. But suddenly the whole situation felt really empty. Obviously we know it's a TV show, etc. Yeah. But it just you know, his side of the room just felt a lot more full. It did. And then, you know, she had the couple of sex in the city, friends. So embarrassing. Tell me about the sex. Um, Are you having amazing sex? But, uh, yeah, it, I just find it interesting. She's the one that I kind of want to read up on. And I was trying to find bits and bobs. Went on her Instagram. There wasn't much happening. Um, and I totally get, like, if it was a year and a half ago, it makes a lot of sense that she yeah. wants to distance herself from it. Yeah. I don't know because she mustn't have wanted to, ooh, she mustn't have wanted to have gotten involved in the promo because I'm sure they would have loved her to go around because she's obviously But one she of the she could be in a new relationship now or anything and you really yeah. if that was the case you really wouldn't want to kind of go yeah. back and talk about this whole situation. Oh my god, actually, do you know what I watched? I started watching the other night and I wasn't like, this is how I started watching uh, Love is Blind. I was like, oh, I'll give it a world. Remember what I was saying last week? I started watching this thing, Working Moms. And sometimes I kind of veer away from things that I feel are like, you know, so obviously targeted towards me. I find it kind of patronizing. I'm just like, mm. Ugh. But I started watching it and it all the episodes, only like little short half an hour episodes. And it's actually quite funny, but one of the characters in it, and I thought of you, started talking about that uh, animation porn. Oh, yes. What's it called again? Uh, I can't remember. Yeah, but she basically like was telling people about it and everyone was just like, what the fuck? And then she tried to watch it with her husband. She's like, he was like, I don't think you're weird at all. And he's like, then he watched it with her. I have heard that's quite funny, actually, Working Moms. Yeah, yeah I thought it was like. I have to laugh that that's your Netflix recommends. Because for me, it's always like, <laughs> I, for me, it's always like, I am a killer. 
It's just it's just know, true see, crime to oh, come. See, that's what I'm like. And I'm watching that thing about the little boy as well, Gabriel. Uh, well, I started watching that. I and personally, last night. I watched three episodes. What and actually, you? I will say Too much? to the listener, Emma, I'll be honest, it got to a point where Way too much. Yeah. Way too much. And you know, the really, really awful thing is because, and I know there is that, I see we all totally disregard that warning at the start, don't we? Like, ah, yeah. We're like, reference, come on, give me, give me, give me. Come on, so does EastEnders. Come on, come on. Give me the good stuff. But I felt there were photos of the child put up. Oh, really? And there was no warning. And honestly, like, I couldn't sleep thinking about these photos. Oh, no. And I won't go into, but I could be episode three or four and they talk about, like the teacher is involved. For for the listener just who hasn't watched it, it's this really, really, really harrowing documentary on Netflix about this poor child um, who was killed by his parent, well, his mother and her boyfriend. And they go through how the system failed the child. It's an eight-part series. But in this episode, Emma... It's a couple of weeks before he died and he's making the Mother's Day project for this woman who's been torturing him. Oh and God. I'll be honest, like when they show the photos of his little smiling face, it's just too much. Mm. And I just think sometimes you do think, oh my God, like has this just gone too far in terms of, I know people are saying it's a document and it's hopefully going to, you know, help people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there is an entertainment episode to this or a sense of, it's kind of, sen- I don't know, is it kind of making it a bit sensational? Yeah. I just was really, I just really would have liked more of a warning. You're like, this and is too think, much. I think. I really program... would would not recommend now so continuing I, with I it. I watched one episode last night. And oh, when Steve. Shane put it on, because I was kind of like, oh, just like put on whatever. I'll watch one of something. I, you know that, you know, you're like, I I don't have anything that I'm like really, I'm committed to at the moment. So I was just like, what can I think? And when he put it on, I thought it was to do with that documentary about the American football player. Did you see oh, that Oh, that one? was very good. That was very good. So I yeah. thought it was something to do with him. I thought it was to do with his... Yeah, his childhood. I like. I was not paying attention at all. I was like, "Oh, this is not him." I was like, "This is not him." So I watched. Obviously, I was having another stroke, but I watched the first episode last night, and I was like, "And then I saw the." And amount- were you watching and thinking, "When are they going to reference the football?" <laughs> uh, I copped when they said he was dead. I was like, "Oh, it's not him." Yeah, he didn't die then, but. Uh, I was like, oh, after watching the first episode, I was like, oh, God, pretty harrowing. And then Shane clicked onto it and I saw how many episodes there were. And I was like, oh, sweet fucking Jesus. I was like. Yeah, I think as well it's too protracted. Like nobody needs eight episodes of this. Mm. I, I really, I just, I think it would be very Unless hard. You're studying. Yeah, I just, I just felt it was too much, Emma, to be honest. Really. I was, I was upset that I'd allowed myself to watch mm. this. I suppose the tone in these things though is always so crucial, isn't it? Well, I think I think it is probably sensitively done, but mm. I felt I just wasn't ready for some of the content. Okay. And there was a lot in terms of people saying, you know, well, I made the call. And you're like, I can't actually even watch this person anymore. Yeah. Isn't it funny how we consume stuff now? Like even with, say, Love is Blind, it's like, Everything I watch now, and that's why I was so pleasantly surprised that I was enjoying working moms, moms. Everything I watch now, not everything, but the majority of it, I want the adrenaline rush. It's like, oh, I need to the next episode. Just fucking, yeah. what's happened to us? Like that we need, it needs to be like, boom, explosive, explosive, explosive. Yeah. You're well, it is, but it is, it the is the hook. It is yeah. that that you're plodding along and like you're like, oh, j- 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 look, 20 minutes and I'll be lights out. And then in that last 60 seconds, it's like, I know. hello, bunny. And you're like, what the? And you're on to the next one. I finished I you, by the way, you's good for a bit of bubblegum. Oh, is it? Yeah. Good for a bit of bubblegum. I'd say yourself and Shane might like that one. It's just two series. And again, like that, you're kind of plodding along, plodding along. And then in that last minute, you're like, damn you, because you're on to the next one. I started watching Schitt's Creek this week. Did you ever watch that? 
it's quite good. I watched two episodes of it just because I read somewhere they were like, you know, it was a list of sitcoms that you should be watching, which you're probably not. Oh, okay, yeah. And like the mom from Home Alone is in it and the dad from American Pie. So like the cast oh, is yeah. quite good. You can kind of probably sounds like you can settle into it. Like it's quite away. easy watching, yeah, yeah. you know. But you, you I know, think that's fine. what it is. I'm getting back into easy watching. Yeah, like this is what I'm being honest with my soul. This is what my soul needs now. I think you just need sometimes you just need a bit of bubble gum. Yeah. Um. Sure. The last time I did the laughter lounge, do you remember that that I watched? all the episodes of When They See Us in one day. And I went in and like Tom Barrowman, he was like, are you okay? Like everyone's like, something's wrong. But I was completely emotionally drained. <laughs> I got up on stage, I was like, hey, so uh, the cast of tampons, hey? Like it was just, I wasn't okay. <laughs> I could imagine you on stage. You know, like those scenes they do in movies or TV shows when someone's on stage and they don't necessarily have to be a comedian, but it's like you get the feedback on the mic and they make it feel like the spotlight. Like is the like scene a in, the, in Joker. <laughs> I haven't seen that. That was me. But I'd imagine so. Well, I thought, I thought hey, that. F- what's to do with price of tampons, everybody? Yeah. So I, well, when I like to reduce what I do comedy wise, I always reference me and I've got banging on about the tampons. I do you know it was is, funny because I got an email from someone there the last week saying I know this you're probably not going to be into this but there's this thing and it just involves like tampons. I was like okay because this is literally like 17 <laughs> minutes of my set. Do you know oh, if you've yeah, seen me tired. perform recently? Um but I was like, am I into it? I never shut the fuck up about it. But Joker, I thought that that the f- scariest moment in that film was when he's doing comedy and nobody's laughing. I was like, that's the real horror. <laughs> yeah, fuck's sake. I'm finding Brexit's having a real effect at gigs because I just find, like, I can actually hear the difference between the Irish people laughing and the non-Irish people. We used to be more united as a world. Yeah, I'm bre- I'm always blaming Brexit my, when my material doesn't work. Coronavirus. What's what are your thoughts? Oh, I just want a fucking few days off work. Yeah, I mean, I Could we would not say just get a couple of days. I would have been delighted getting that letter from Scold oh. Katrina. Two weeks off. Oh, sorry, guys. <laughs> I mean, it's like See two full weeks Easter. of snow days. See you after Easter. Sure, we're on the home stretch now. I just want a few days off. I think... It was said today, though, bring your laptops home just in case. So I'm hopeful. Oh, nice. Lovely. Obviously, I didn't bring my laptop You home. need to do that thing of um, sneezing and saying, oh, God, it, sorry, Ella's just back from Italy and she's just got this cold. Well, We've all got it now. Well, there's people in school that are back from, just back from Italy. Well, it's but it, the whole thing of like northern Italy versus the rest of Italy, I'm like, just forget about Italy for a while, guys. I looked at the stats today. So there's one case of coronavirus in Ireland. Mm. And there's uh, 1,400 and something in Italy. Mm-hmm. And X amount of deaths so far. I think over 3,000 worldwide. Yeah, 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 that would be about right. But it, Italy has fair few cases. Spain has a fair few. Germany has a fair France, few. yeah. Gran, I just want a few days off. Well, I think, I guess... And I, do you know what I'm really getting pissed off about? How, you know, the way with all these things, whether it's weather, whether it's new laws, whether it's elections, whether it's fucking Sinn Féin, all of a sudden, the same fucking person plops out of the corner and they're now an expert on the subject. Yeah. Well, you know, the flu kills X amount of people a year. <laughs> Claiming it as if they've researched this fucking thing themselves. I don't mind people saying it and saying, oh, well, I was watching whatever. Or, oh, sure, like, you know, what the you're Irish saying Times is, whatever. It's name just, your sources. It's pissing me off because it's like, okay, so you know everything there is to know about the coronavirus. You're completely knowledgeable about Sinn Féin their whole history why they did so well at this like recent election this is starting to be a bit personal (laughs) 
It's just pissing me off. No, oh, I get oh, that. Let me guess. You know about the fucking storm this weekend, do you? Oh, when are we due snow? You know about that as well, do you? Well, it's getting on my tits, Judy. I can tell. I can really it's tell. It's getting. But you know this person I'm no, talking about. No, of course we do. Yeah, we do. I'm really enjoying um the people sending the the fake WhatsApps about the coronavirus, and you click in and. <laughs> The big dick. I just never, it never gets old. The big donkey dicks. The big donkey dicks. And you're just about to forward it to your mom. And oh, thank God I clicked it. So we all have a good laugh in the WhatsApp group. It saves in my camera roll, Julie. Yeah. I mean, that can be a problem when you're trying to show your mom the a cute cocker spaniel you've spotted in the park earlier. So you talk about a picture that you have in your phone and you show it to your mom, you show it to my mom. I show it to my mum. She takes the phone. She looks at it. There's usually a bit of a thing about Well, okay, the straight on. away, Brand. this is where we're going wrong. Because when you're showing someone a phone, like, you need to make sure that that phone does not leave your hand. No, but I trust. My mum gets, my mum knows the drill. It's fine. Then my dad takes it out of my mum's phone. And he does this with everyone's phone, even though we've told him. And it's, at one, one day, I actually had to scream at him. Because I was worried about what he was going to find. And he just gets the phone and he scrolls through yeah, the pictures. They start moving speed. left and right. And yeah, we yeah. Get the, eventually, you pr- you have to prize the phone out yeah. of his fucking hand. You get it back and he's there like rigamores on the floor. Like just did not want to let go of the phone. You get it back. He's flicked on about fucking 25 pictures. Yeah. Yeah. Like truly, sometimes I need to see my own home to see what's going on. I know. I know. God, I haven't taken a photo of that for you know? a long, long time. <laughs> I, I think. Well, he I needs something to too saucy at the moment. I think him. my main shame wouldn't be um, any. It, I wouldn't have any intimate pictures um, on my phone. It's not saucy currently. though. It's like Jesus. Do I feel something? Yeah. On my oh, yeah. There? It's blurry. What it's like it? the angle is just pragmatic. Yeah. I would be more embarrassed and it has happened to me recently when your dad happens upon like 65 selfies. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and you're trying to Are find the right one. Because they just Who don't get these? it. You know and what I mean? Like, like they, It just, you realise how ridiculous you yeah. are as a human being when your dad is scrolling <laughs> through your 65 like, selfies. I feel like you can only do so much, Dad. Don't yeah, no, it's just that oh. is probably the worst. Here's the question you'll know more about this than me, right? Somebody said to me the other day, they said, Jesus, Tinder has gone to the absolute shits. I know, you, obviously, you're not on it, right? Okay, I mean, that was a private conversation we had last week. Myself and Fred <laughs> weren't getting listening? on. Oh, you know, Fred got a, he got a notification last week uh, to notify him, wait for this. Oh, oh, But his oh. Tinder account was going to be deleted. So we had a good laugh about that because he deactivated it or whatever. So it's like when he was doing Dancing with the Stars last year, he was probably matching left, right and centre. So I'm afraid it's danger, yeah, it's being deleted this week. Girl shows me her Tinder and she's like, it's it's gone to the shits. But the real issue was none of the fellas were able to take a picture of themselves. Ah, uh, yeah. Like from all these, it's either skyscraper angle or somebody who's like in a submarine below them. It's very, all the pictures were yeah, very Yeah, well, they're odd. always standing on like a glass floor of a skyscraper <laughs> or Casual. like, you know, they've got a nephew in another picture and some kind of jersey. Um, you know, they're kind of hanging off Conor McGregor in another picture. And then there is invariably like just a lot of weird, weird angles. It was just the angles. It wasn't like, you know, not going to begrudge anyone a glass floor or a jersey. Fair play to you. But it was just the angles. I was like, it was like as if they were taking the pictures on a disposable camera or as if like they had it on fucking time. Well, I think men men don't understand. seconds and just upload them and that's it. Yeah, I think men don't understand. You get a lot of goes at this. I was like. You get to choose what pictures you put up, don't you? Yeah. I was like, because I, I have no knowledge about it. I was, I was so shocked. I thought in this day and age, fellas would be able to take a picture of themselves. Can I actually bring it back to Love is Blind for a moment? One thing I did think, uh-huh. um, and I'm sure 
I, I like I'm sure they they obviously worked around this at the start. Like yeah. I know Atlanta is a huge city, mm-hmm. but they were all living in and around Atlanta, Emma. Yeah. They were all single. Yeah. How is it that like none of them would have matched on oh, and dating Tinder websites and stuff? Yeah, yeah. Did you think of that? I did actually think of the fact like because I was bit they're s- all single in the same area. Yeah, yeah. I know. I know. Somebody didn't know some somebody, or even some of the lads didn't know each other. Yeah, or, yeah, I don't know. Um. Also, what did you think? And then we will move on with our lives, I promise. But I just yeah. want to get Emma's hot take. Cameron mm. and Cameron and Lauren, they're still together. I know, but were we too harsh on him? You know, we were like, oh God, is he a bit controlling and pushy? Well, I was, just and he's a stroker. Stro- it was the stroking I didn't like. You see, and that's just me. I that would make me feel uncomfortable. Yeah, somebody stroking me the whole time. Yeah, and then somebody did say to me, they thought that she seemed a bit put on at the wedding. But then, in fairness, a lot of people are kind of put on at their wedding because it's like, it's a stressful day. Yeah. Families coming together and trying to look good in all the pictures and whatever. So like most people I know that have gotten married, there is... Well, there's a a performance element, of course. Yeah. But it just... Uh, what else was going on this week? I'd have to watch them riding to see what's really going on. That's my area of expertise yeah. now, watching couples well, ride. Well, it certainly is, Emma. Yeah. That's your thing Then now. I'd know. Um, I then I'd know, Julie. Also thought we should probably talk about Harvey Weinstein. Yes. We were going to talk about it last week, but we just did I too know, much we Love is Blind talk. Yeah, we took it too well, far. Well, what are your feelings? Well, I mean, look, it's great that he was found guilty of something. I mean, it's probably a shame that he wasn't found guilty of everything. Mm. Um, as Ashley Judd said, which I thought was actually a really good point, she was saying, you know, she was one of the first actresses who came out with Rose yeah. McGowan to accuse him of, like, sexual harassment and all that. But she yeah. said, it just makes me kind of sad that it took 90 women to result in two convictions. Yeah. So I suppose it is a bit anticlimactic if you think of it in that sense. But what I did like about it was I... Uh, really liked how um, we're kind of now dispensing with this myth of the perfect victim because you know the way these women obviously felt obliged to kind of maintain some kind of relationship with this man after their assaults and what I really really liked about it was uh, like you know historically speaking they would have been seen as imperfect victims and oh well you know if this happened why yeah. would you feel the need to contact him about work Yeah. so I liked the fact that the jury were like no like sorry but this did yeah. happen Um, and I do actually his defence lawyer was pretty gross did you see that that she was in a radio interview you know the way her thing, um, it's Donna something is her name. Um, but she, but her thing is that she tends to defend people accused of sexual assault. Right. Okay. It's like her area of expertise, um, which, by the way, is totally fine. Like that's her job. Yeah. But she did say in a radio interview when she was asked, "Has she ever been sexually assaulted?" She said, "Well, no, because I wouldn't put myself in that position." Oh, uh, cringe. Yeah, pretty bad. Well, I, uh, it's probably naive on my part or whatever but I would hope now that like I don't think people are going to stop abusing positions of power when they can oh no but what I would hope is that the the infrastructure that is around people like that to protect them maybe people might feel that they don't have to you know because well they're they're victims of it as well to a certain extent but they're you know they're not direct victims you know not going to put them in the same category but maybe it might because I think it's 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 not fair to be like wanting people if they're if they've been abused or if they're a victim for them to speak up and do something about it in any case whether it's adults children whatever but I think the one thing that actually could change if people see things like this happening and people actually getting convicted is that People may feel, well, you know what, I, maybe I don't have to protect this person mm. or maybe I don't have to, you know, not ask questions because I know the answer I'm going to get or whatever. So, and I think actually that's what might be the positive outcome. From yeah, it. I don't know. Maybe. That's a very good point. And I do think as well, 
um like if that did happen it would be fantastic and maybe it also kind of empowers men to an extent because I do think yeah. that message coming from a man like the likes of like Harvey Weinstein mm. there is something unfortunately like it probably is you know obviously women are like generally disempowered in every sense whether it's like yeah. physically you know politically financially or whatever but there is something about a man standing up and questioning that behavior yeah i think if that was one of the things that came out of this that would be massive yeah. and i think actually men are a little bit more aware now of the role they can play would yeah, you think yeah. so yeah definitely and it's nice in a way because it empowers the good men because most men we know are really good people. Yeah, I know. Or like the, the fact like, I suppose there was probably fear, and not I just mean in general, probably fear uh, for men speaking out about something that they thought was not right or whatever, that people would be just like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Like, whereas, you know... People and I think be a bit more supportive now. I thought it was good as well. You know, the way his defense team were like, well, this, you know, couldn't be rape because these women were getting something out of this. Like it was transactional. That was mm. essentially his defense. And again, I think it's good that it, like people are kind of turning that on its head and saying, well, then if that's your logic, how can you say in that circumstance when women's careers were dependent on their relationship with this man that a yes could ever truly happen. Like how can consent happen in that kind of environment if that's what you're saying, that this is transactional. And you hear about how powerful he is and, you know, I've watched all, not all the programs, but I've watched a lot of the programs. he was on Graham Norton. But you know what's funny? I I just find that mad, Emma. I found since then, how often am I watching a film? I'm like, oh, that's Harvey Weinstein's. Well, I mean, Goodwill Hunting, you come but back just, to it and you're like, I just Ugh. find it's like, as I, as I, like, I'm aware of it and know it now and whatever, the amount, like, just how he was involved in everything. He was just ubiquitous. And yeah. it's kind of hard now, isn't it, as well, watching some of these films, especially, say, like, rumours relating to certain actresses who were also... Um, probably victim to his behaviours and haven't, you know, mm. for whatever reason, felt it would serve them to come out and talk about it. But you go back and to be honest, it's hard to watch these films and not think about the body count. Isn't it? Yeah. Anyway, and the whole thing with the walker and the, oh, I know. So bad. I think he's still in hospital at the moment, isn't he? I don't know, just... Well, look, minimum of five years, up to 25, and obviously the cases in LA are pending. We'll see what, we'll see what happens. Oh, I, lo- I lost me top. Oh, I lost Julie. me top. Oh, Julie. Anyway, so that's it. If you have enjoyed this podcast, please don't forget to rate and review us on please iTunes because it really, really helps with the whole charts, etc. Please. And if you would like to support us on Patreon, that'd be absolutely fantastic. Every little bit helps. Emma's got her bread to make. I've got my brown bread to make and I have to buy cracked wheat. Like Emma has to time travel back to the 17th century. That's going to cost money. Okay. And you know what you could use for your time travel? Your little edible. That's your little electric scooter. (laughs) That's the power of love. I've heard that song twice do, in the last do, week. Do, do. Don't need money. Do you know what was on the TV Don't need fame. And I was like, Don't need no credit card to it, ride this train. Is it Christmas? Why is Back to the Future on? Back to the Future 3 do, was on. Do, do, yeah. do, 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 do. Every time. Ta- I've heard that song twice in the last week. And every time I just think, I just think of you scooting off into the distance. It's just. I love it. I cannot hear it now without that little mental image. If I ever get any kind of show or any bullshit and they're like following me doing stand-up, I'm going to say to them, look, and I don't, but I'm going to say, I go to all my gigs on an electric scooter. Can you film me going to a gig on an electric scooter? That would be funny if you were playing the town hall in Galway. Imagine you on the M4. Okay, that's dangerous, Judy. Yeah, no, I took it too far. You're right. You're right to chastise me on that one. Thing only but goes think of the laugh kilometers. I'm going to have, though, watching you on the M4. <laughs> it's the power of love. I'd die. 
Well, she just but smiling. think of that for the think of what it would do for the brand. But the brand would be dead. Well, I take a week off. A week. I and you know then I don't know. We'd oh, have to, and we then you build your whole career about talking about loss and the telly and all that shit. I'd have my grief podcast. Be- oh, you fucking! Do you know you're looking at me so <laughs> mad right now. <laughs> You've got her there before me, you stupid bitch. Uh, well, look, it'd be nice Don't to leave it on that really loving note. I've been Sheenie J. I've been Emma Dorn. God bless. This podcast is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.